This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to Comic Line, I'm Sal. I'm Ben. Oh, it's different now, trying something out. Yeah, we're hanging out outside, as you can see. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely, we're, we're exposed to the elements, you can tell, because of how totally not closed this set is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Turtles, because Ben and I watched the Ninja Turtles movie... Uh, and we love it. Like, religiously. So Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a movie. It's an animated movie that's coming out. Right. And it will feature a version of the Turtles that, like, is one part animated, but one part the version you see from the comics, and it's not connected to anything. There's been, like, a multitude of Turtles cartoons. Right. I don't know how many you watched. Probably I've just the one... Some. Yeah. Uh, no, I saw the main one. I've yeah. also seen uh, the TMNT, the animated movie. That okay, yes, yes. And I saw the new Turtle show, uh, a couple clips. Oh, from Nickelodeon? Yeah, from what they've done. Okay, there you go. Forget all those. It's another version. But they've done a bunch of different animated versions of the Turtles, and so they're doing another version. Right. And I th- guess the problem is that like every time that they try to like reboot the Turtles, they're like... Okay, well, we can't make them too violent, but the implicit nature of the turtles is that they use They're ninjas. weapons. <laughs> Which is why you have a problem with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yes, Turtles 2, of course, yeah. If you're not familiar, it's a great sequel in terms of it being fun if you were eight. I mean, there's cool elements to it. But they can't use their weapons, and that's it. And, and so that sucks. Yeah. But the cartoon gets it right where they're like, okay, well, the humans they fight are actually robots. So they can destroy them with their person-killing weapons. Yeah. Uh, there's a new, new, new version of the cartoons coming out where it's like, you've never seen anything like it before. Everyone's all like roided out. Uh, Raph has like a do-rag connected to his mask. It's a whole thing. So it's similar to the new movies in a way. Yeah, it is. Um, but a little less like horrifying. Okay. The new movies are like... They're grotesque versions of the turtles, even though if you like were to well, objectively they have faces, yeah. which they shouldn't. No, they don't know what to do with the movies. Like with the car- with the cartoons, they're like whatever, just anything that you can turn into plastic to sell to children, and anything that like has a catchy theme and has bright colors flash across the screen, we're right. good. Like that's so we can sell. But I'm talking about the movies because they don't know how to square that circle anymore. And I'd say there is about one good. Ninja Turtles movie. Like, good. Straight up, like, objectively good Ninja Turtles movie. And then there's, like, one or two... No. One other fine one. And the rest are not good. (laughs) It goes... For me, it's Ninja Turtles. Then it goes the TMNT animated movie, the CG movie. Right. And then that's it. (laughs) Because Turtles 2 is Secret of the Ooze. It's fun, but if you watch it again, which I did not too long ago... Really hold up. It doesn't. Plus, Corey isn't Donnie anymore. Voice alone. Like, okay, I get that. Um, but then you also have, of course, 
Turtles 3. Which is the first time I ever found out they made bad movies. As a kid, I didn't know. I thought like because you're dealing with... I knew that they cost a lot of money and that they were a lot of work. So you thought that every movie was like, oh, well, someone cleared this. This has to be good. Exactly. That there was like a standards and practices for movies and there isn't. And I went to the theater being like, I know what to expect from Turtles 3 because I saw Turtles 1 and 2. And while I was more entertained by 2 and I didn't get 1 until much later, uh, 3... Everyone agrees it's a total shit show. Well, it was the departure from everything. Everyone's different except for Casey Jones. They bring in Casey Jones for no reason, for him to do nothing. He yeah, stays and, and guards the base. Yeah, and hang out with a couple of guys that got teleported there. Because you have to change places, apparently. Yeah, you have to switch places when you use the, 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 the tiki torch of time. I gotta tell you, man. Uh, not only did they ruin it with a stupid story where they have to go back in time, but they also changed all the puppets. Yeah. So Splinter looks horrible. Splinter is half a puppet. Yeah, because they only built the one, like the top half, and they like stick him through windows and stuff. He's like, hey. Like, oh. Make sure that the people who are using those suits suffer from horrible claustrophobia. Like everyone in these suits did. That's, that's fair. <laughs> They're like, oh, I can't get out. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to tell a little bit of a backstory. Yeah, please. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, I have done a little bit of character work for certain things. Yep. One time, I was a Teletubby. I know this. <laughs> yeah. And I was in Tinky Winky suit. And it was the most harrowing experience <laughs> for performing ever. I thought I was dying. Right. Because it's a massive amount of padding in suit and all this kind of stuff. But it stops at your neck and then the head comes on. And the head is supposed to be ventilated. There's a little bit of foam at the top. It doesn't breathe. You look out the mouth and... I was in it for about 40 minutes. The longest you're supposed to be in it is 20. Oh. So once I hit 40 minutes, I had used up most of the oxygen in the head. I see. So my heart is just beating faster and harder because it's like, you don't, you're, you don't have oxygen. Yeah. I have to work like twice as hard now. It was just pounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until I finally got out of it and like normalized, but it was, it was a terrible thing. So yeah. being in those suits. Oh, and they were there for set? hours. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, they have they have horror stories. But like, thank God, because they're they they really nailed it and they look great. Well, because they're live people being inside of it. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and they well and Henson pioneered this new effect that went into the suits to make them like work like none other. And, you know, yeah. You know the guy who played Raph is the only one who was the voice and the physical actor. Now I understand you can't do this anymore. You couldn't just shove four people who desperately need work oh, into you, suits. Oh, you can. Okay, so is, and in is, my opinion, you should. Is that what you're proposing? It needs to be human suffering. Needs to be at least in some way visible on screen in order to make a, a successful Ninja Turtles movie. I think in order for it to be successful, or at the very least, personally satisfying, uh, you need to go back to what worked originally. And as fun as TMNT is, yeah. I rank it below two. Okay. Because I prefer everyone being in a shared universe. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, uh, certain voice actors in TMNT oh, yeah. and how the characters are styled. Mm -hmm. and It's not even close. I mean, it's technically supposed to be like the unofficial third like replacement chapter for that universe. Because like Shredder's helmet's the same. Yep. And, uh, and they reference Casey, but everybody's totally different. But like, yeah, no. They're so different. Like, it's, no one is a one-to-one -one copy. Well, it's still cartoony. Well, yeah, that's true. Especially with all the monsters they face. Oh, the monsters, yeah. So I'm like, ah. Eh. Yeah, that's fair. Now, talk on Razor. Should be Bebop and Rocksteady. 
and they're goofy looking. They are goofy looking. They're but, goofy acting. They're goofy sounding. But that's because of what they were. Yeah, because they're baby they were like, animals. I guess we're not going to make Bebop and Rocksteady. That, I can't believe that. Can you imagine how awesome that would have been? Because they still had the good people working on those creature effects. Can you imagine a Bebop and Rocksteady made from Jim Henson's Creature Effects Studio? That would have been freaking dope. I think it would look very similar to the Bebop and Rocksteady we got in uh, the second remake. Yes, uh, Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows. Have you seen you that yet? I did. Oh, man. Okay. I didn't see the first one. No, that's fine. I saw the second. Okay, because <laughs> that is so great. Like, I, I, have, I have no shame admitting that I had a blast. Me and the other person in the theater loved TMNT 2 <laughs> Out of the Shadows. I loved it so much, and it's all because of Bebop and Rocksteady. They're sure. so funny and such great camaraderie. Those guys are, like, really swinging for the fences with those characters. Uh, I don't know if they're representative of the Bebop and Rocksteady, the Bebop and Rocksteady that I remember, like, from the cartoons. <laughs> but, or if they're just being their own, like, they're, funny, like, where we have a yeah, sort of a kinship kind of thing. A bromance, if you will. Yes. Big time. I was trying to avoid bro, but No, but they totally are such bros. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I love those Bebop and Rocksteady's, but I also wanted them to be, like, a credible threat. Yeah. <laughs> so, and which they are not. <laughs> well, not in the cartoons. No, they're, yeah. I think in the, I've never read much of the comics. Yeah. But I feel like everyone in the comics is a little bit more of a threat. Everybody has an edge to them, yeah. That's what the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie was for me. Agreed. The Foot Clan was a threat. Actually Shredder scary. was a threat. Yep. All of that was problematic. Like um, Tatsuo. Tatsuo. Oh my god. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I'm trying to remember his name. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> like Tatsuo having the entire Foot Clan attack April's apartment, oh, attacking yeah. the subways, and all of that. Just Tatsuo beating up the Foot Clan after the Shredder like. Oh, shames him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he kills that guy, by the way, in the original cut. That is the world that the turtles should live in. So right. I would make it live action. Okay. I would make it more dangerous and deadly. Okay. I'm not trying to cater to a like, certain age range or a certain target demographic. Mm -hmm. I want just to make the turtles live in a world that feels real to them. Okay. Why do they train as ninjas? Because it's necessary for them. Because they have to stop evil in ways that no one else can. Uh, they're trained to be ninjas because the world does not accept them. So they can't be in the public eye. People can't know them. Yeah. So um, they have to escape and hide or, or at the very least defend themselves if they're facing some kind of like threat to their livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. If April O'Neil is in it, fine. She's a friend of them. Other people do not know who they are. Casey <laughs> Jones is fine. But like limit to that. But that's it. That. Yeah, yeah. April and Casey, uh, those are the allowances I'll give. In but fact... Like, I don't even care if Casey Jones is in the movie. Right. I love Casey Jones, but he does not need to be in it. There's only one version of Casey Jones I like, and it's the one from the original movie. Yeah. And I really like how, like, scary he is in the carts. In, in the movie, when I first saw the movie, I'm like, right, Casey Jones, he's a friend of theirs. I Like, I, I don't rationalize how scary it is that, unbeknownst to everything else happening, some guy puts on sporting equipment and beats people in the park. Like, objectively speaking, Casey is a psychopath. He's a psychopath. He's also kind of a homeless psychopath. Right. Yeah, because I don't know if he, he has a home. He does not have a job. No, seemingly not. Uh, he, like, all, the only times we see him in his, like, private life, he's sleeping in vans or he's hanging out on scaffolding. Like, yeah. that's all you see. He's on a rooftop listening to a radio. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming it's to, like, listen to news stories and find out what crime's going on so that he can go and then, like, kick their ass. Up. We do know that he was a, uh, he, he went pro for, like, a year or so. And then got hurt. That's why he's like, he's mad at the world a little bit. But like, but I like that Casey. Sometimes people of the Foot Clan die when they fight the turtles. Yeah. It happens. Well, they're using, one of them wields two swords. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, size, I get they're not necessarily deadly weapons unless Bullseye's using them, but, like, they're mostly parrying weapons. Like, you can trap weapons and you can knock things away, but you can also stab you somebody. You can also stab, but, like, but swords, objectively speaking, are stabbing implements. You you only kill people with swords. Like, stabbing or cutting. Yeah. You're cutting That's or stabbing. You Either you're removing limbs or removing life with those swords. Leonardo should be killing people. At the very least. And that's why he's the leader, because he has the most training, so he knows when to kill and when not. Exactly. Raph's a loose cannon. Yeah, that's why he gets the parrying weapons, but still makes them into deadly implements. Yeah. And Mikey gets the nunchucks, because those are illegal in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and Donnie has the bow, which I'm, you know, you got the range, so when you're playing him in video games, you know, you can really, you can get that reach. Well, he's more of a tactician at that point. That's right. Yeah, that's true. No. That's why he should be using his intelligence to certain mm-hmm. I agree with that. But... That's what you should be doing with them. I think it would be better if it's live action. Okay. Um, I would love to see some kind of crossover where the Turtles world and the DC world does exist. Well, that'd be nice. Oh, you mean in like an actual like straight up live action TMNT movie? Like if you're going to do Batman and TMNT. Yeah, as an anime movie. Do it live action. Oh, yeah, well. Do that. That'd be I dope. I want to see that. I would love I to see that. I want to see some kind of crossover movie where that would exist. I would like that, yeah. I gotta tell you, if I'm thinking of like, if, cause if, cause the Michael Bay movies are just terrible, right? They're not fun, they're weird, they don't really get the world, and it's modern cinema. Right, and, the, and it's, it's cheap modern cinema. It's, it's just meant to like make a few bucks and mm-hmm. no one cares about the actual characters of the franchise. No, it's true. Um, I think that maybe one of the problems with the Turtles today and why they, you can't quite make them work, even though they have a lot of like relevancy, a lot of people like them, not just old people who remember the cartoon and the comics, but also like kids identify with fun, colorful characters. Yeah. Uh, I think that a movie, if you're making a, because you can make any kind of animated movie and every kid will eat it up. It doesn't matter, right? Like the movies are for people who can afford to go to movies. So if you're going to make it like a live, real movie, I would do a period piece. Okay. I would set it in either like the late 70s or early 80s so that New York was really gross and terrible. It's a terrible place to be. Yes. It's threatening. Yes. Like, you don't go to Central Park. Exactly. No, New York is not only a character but a great backdrop for this universe where like ninjas operate, where the Foot Clan is actually a credible threat as opposed to like having a place where everyone has a phone in their pockets and can film the turtles doing something. Like, no, like you, the alligators in the sewers myth from like the old New York an excellent example, mm-hmm. uh, look at Batman 89. Right. Look at the streets of Gotham. In oh, the yeah, no, it looks movie. like New York in 80. That's in what 80s. it should be. I agree, yeah. I, 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 want, like, I want it to feel like Serpico, but with the Ninja Turtles in it. Okay. Where it's just like, everything's gross and miserable, and there's just like drug dealers and pimps and hookers and, 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 and clans and gangs. And like, if you said it in the 80s, you're at least homaging the time period from which they come. What is it? The, the Brooklyn Angels or whatever the Angels oh, are? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The, the Guardian people who were like watching the subways and keeping them safe. Right. Yeah, but you just make it the Turtles instead. Yeah. Do you set, set them up against the Shredder? Oh, yeah. Okay. Shredder's like one of the only most recognizable villains of the Turtles. The problem is he is the one. Right? Like, because there's other things you could do. I might e- not even start with Shredder because, like, it's... Where do you go from Shredder? Instead, you take a page out of the cartoons book where you don't necessarily set up Shredder right away. Like, you imply Shredder. But that, like, agents of Shredder are the things that bother them. So, like, there's a great episode. I think it's like, one of the first six from the original animated show. Yeah. Where uh, Shredder manipulates ba- Baxter Stockman and Baxter makes the Mousers. Right. And then sends the Mousers to the lair. 
And you can make CG mousers and they look really, really good. But you could look make them look just like the, car- the cartoon where there's mouths with feet. <laughs> uh, but like mousers, Baxter, and a, and a larger threat they have to deal with later. You know? Um, and at that point, if you're going to do that, I keep everything. Like, keep Krang. Keep the, 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 you know, the Dimension X. Like, keep it all. Just build towards it. Okay. Especially if, like, everyone goes to your movie, and especially if your movie only costs, like, 60 to $80 million. Like, if you're really keeping it conservative, you're shooting on, like, closed sets that are just, like, grimy. They look like Skid Row from The Little Shop of Horrors. Just, like, really grimy, closed sets. So you don't have to, like, make sweeping, beautiful, like, you know, vistas that Giant cost. shots. Yeah. You don't need, like, huge crane shots. You just need, like, grime. You're dealing with with claustrophobic sets of like the the sewers you don't have to send the turtles to brazil no i would rather you didn't or some mountain above new york that straight up doesn't exist <laughs> that what that, that's snowing in one place and is summer at the bottom like what the hell that man <laughs> but i do yep. uh yeah and you got to keep april i think april is essential like i wouldn't even necessarily like because the, the movie the first movie does a great job of balancing everything like you got shredder splinter the turtles april Casey, and even, like, other characters like Tatsuo and, and like, Danny and the, you know... The, 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 the dad, the yeah, cop. Yeah, the dad, like, the everybody, cop. Everybody has a role. Yes, but I don't even think you need to really start that big. Like, I would imply Shredder, I'd imp- like, maybe not necessarily imply Krang, but maybe, like, question how Baxter Stockman was able to make, like, sentient robots. Uh, and then you, of course, later on reveal that it's, like, Dimension X. But, like... Yeah, that's but, how you but, get but that start small. technology. Like, don't put Casey in the first movie. Like, save him, you know? You're dealing with Raph, and maybe Raph's a relationship with Leo, like you always do. But, like, Raph, you know? And you, you think to yourself as your, a viewer, like, I wish Raph could have a friend. And, like, you imply, like, there's a psychopath in Central Park that's, like, kicking the shit out of people. So we don't have to do another origin story. I wouldn't. What you're saying. Oh, Good. no, I'd start, they'd still be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but, like, I wouldn't. We're not introducing them. We're not going over where they came from. I mean, you you could do the whole origin again. You could have them meet April, bring her in, they explain who they are, all that stuff. I feel like we've seen it enough times. It's been done enough. It's been done enough. I feel like you're not going to add anything new to it unless you're going to change something like making the turtles her pets. Yeah. Which I wouldn't do. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I I would do, like, Turtles Year 2. You know, where it's like, maybe they've already met April. And so they have that established. I feel like if they know April, April is not a friend that comes over all the time. She's aware <laughs> that they exist, mm-hmm. but she has her own life. Okay. Yeah, I'd do that. That'd be so fun. they're doing their own thing, and maybe they have to go to her for a little help, being like, hey, so we suddenly have this new influx of uh, this robot that's attacking us. Yeah, yeah. It's a, called a, uh, like, we don't even know what it is, but they toss it on a desk, and they're uh-huh. like, 20 of these attacked our lair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you know that we could research or something, some lead that you have? Yeah. And so she goes into a story. Yeah. About uh, industrialism and how it's taking over and new businesses that are popping up. Right, right. And she uncovers some leads for them. But she's not like down in the She doesn't go down them. there and go like, hey guys, what's happening today? Yeah, she's not hanging out with them all the time. No, no. I like the idea that she doesn't want to be always, she doesn't always want to be down there. But I do like that she's their friend. Like, I do like that she associates with them, she accepts them, that she's like... It's the, the... Jim Gordon to Batman. Yeah, exactly. I like that Someone idea. Treat April like the Jim Gordon. Because there is no real, like, 
guy on the force for the turtles and april could be that but in the news and again if you said it in the in the past like the news is like this they're you know they're really figuring out how like guerrilla and like investigative journalism is working and like you you know you could also play with the whole like asian invasion of business and how like they're they're afraid of japanese influence on american business but like tie that in with the foot clan and everything like that and like yeah there's a lot you could do by setting it in a time where there aren't cell phones so that you could actually make the turtles work, especially since they're turtles. Like, how long do they live? A long time. If you ever wanted to upgrade it or like have them get older, they don't have to be like... They don't have to be old. They don't have to be old. Like, fine. You know what? Yes, we're older. It's now the 2000s. Now, now, now we're Ninja Turtles. But we have a... It's not that we're changed. We're just older. Yeah. Maybe they're a little I could more... go for another century if I wanted exactly. to. Exactly. I like, don't have any natural predators. No, yeah. You, <laughs> except for like, you know, mousers and dudes in purple uniforms. But like, you know, that way you could progress the timeline if you really, really... If it was like a runaway success. I don't foresee that happening. Because like, I feel like if Ninja Turtles printed money based solely on the premise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those two Michael Bay movies would have done better. Yes. So, you need to also have word of mouth of being fun and cool. Uh, they need to stick to the material. Yeah. Um, and what made them popular in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to make it work, I'd say PG-13. <sighs> PG-13 can work. I don't have a problem with R, but I don't want nudity. Mm-hmm. I don't want crazy language. Right. I just want there to be a little bit of violence sometimes. Yeah, that's it. I just want the appropriate level of violence that one would expect from Ninja Turtles. And we're not talking like deaths left and right and not a ton of gore. It's just... You're going to see, like, two or three Foot Clan members die. Right. It's going to happen. Now, and I don't even necessarily want, like, Leo to be lopping off heads or, you know, Donatello to be, like, bashing in skulls. But, like, maybe Raph is the one who goes too far. Yeah. You know? I mean, but but they're they're Foot Clan members. You know, you just, you just, you just remove their agency and make them less, like, sympathetic people, and then you're okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> like, I would not go full robot with them like the cartoon show. Ah, uh, no. I think that's harder to do. I would actually have expected robot Foot Clan members in the Michael Bay movies. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Especially with the introduction of Krang. Exactly. Like, oh, they're from Dimension X. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great. How does it work? They're from Dimension X. I yeah. don't have to explain Exactly. <laughs> they're from outer space. Yeah, no. I like the idea that, like, they're dudes. Um, but unlike this movie where they are, like, manipulated youths who are just kind of, like, Where they're lost tricked. and they're somewhat innocent. Yeah. No. No. Make them hardcore. And that's why I like the idea of, like, making them a gang. You know, like, you see what they do and as opposed to the great montage in this movie where, like, they steal. No, like, they hurt people. So it's like, you want to see, like, Raph really cut into these people. And by extension, the other guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I want to see, um, even before we get Shredder, I want to see other mutants pop in. Really? Like yep. Leatherhead or uh, other characters like that? Okay. I would be fine with Bebop and Rocksteady. Okay. Uh, introduce them as a threat. Be like, Now, would you is, make them the mutants first? Or would you, uh, like, would they have already been mutants? Or would you have them be like, there's these two gang members, Bebop and Rocksteady, they're part of, like, the, you know, the problem that the turtles are trying to clean up and then they get roped into the Shredder's machinations and become a giant warthog and rhino? I think you should know them, but they should not be recognizable for their names or their... Uh, their look? Their look. Really? Because I think, like, I love the idea that they dress like their counterparts. I like the idea that they can, but make it subtle. Okay. Like, if one of them has a pair of glasses, like Ray-Bans or something, make them purple. Okay. Don't make them the crazy ones that he has. <laughs> I'm telling you. One it, of them is not wearing an army ha- you helmet. S- you saw that movie. Wasn't it kind of amazing to see, 
like the closest thing to real Bebop and Rocksteady on screen actually being the straight up drawings of Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes. I mean, that was kind it of was, amazing. It was very fun. Yeah. And those were actually the best characters of the movie. Easily. No, they beat April and Casey and the Turtles. And the Turtles. And Splinter. Tony Shalhoub. I know. What a mistake. Well, not only that, but even Krang. Oh, yeah, Krang. Ugh. I think that's Fred Armisen playing Krang. Or Will Arnett. I don't remember. Will Arnett's in it. He plays... Uh... Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that dude. The other reporter. Uh-huh. The Vern! Other, the other reporter. Yeah, Vern. Woof. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think either of those work. The problem is, okay, so you want Bebop and Rocksteady. Mutants, are those suits too? Yeah. <laughs> it's possible to do it. I, I agree. I mean, you could have some killer creature effects. And you could also, like, enhance them using CG. It could be, like, a suit that, like, we make the mouths move or something. Yeah. Or give them beads of sweat or do, something. Do something where if you're making the turtles real, make them real too. I mean, Hellboy, Abe Sapien... Uh, anyone from Golden Army, they're all suits. They all look, and, and they're hulking monsters. Like, you could definitely, yeah, actually, that's that's a good point. You could make Bebop and Rocksteady work in, like, a Guillermo del Toro-made Ninja Turtles movie. The only problem is that movie would never get made because Guillermo del Toro doesn't make movies. He he makes every sixth movie that he announces. Um, if you want to do it, play with perspective. Uh, change mm. the set so that uh, like things are smaller when they're a the... little bit smaller when they're on the set. I like miniaturize things so that they look bigger. Yeah, that I would mean, be great. I like that idea. I, I, I get just get the creature effects guys from any Guillermo del Toro movie, but just don't get him. <laughs> and I think you'll be okay, because <laughs> then at least the movie will come out. But uh, yeah, I, I like that idea of making of using more practical effects. I think that'd be cool. Like that could be three movies right there. You got Baxter Stoppin and the Mousers. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady, and then you got Shredder. Yeah, you build up Shredder, and then they kill him immediately. <laughs> He's like. He's just a dude? He's just a dude? Oh, stab. <laughs> who should direct this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Who has the who's the gumption? If Sam Raimi could make a serious movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sam if Sam Raimi could make a serious Holy movie. Crap. I would like to see that. Alright, you, you beat me there. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for watching this episode, and of course we'll see you guys next time here on Comic Pop. Uh, let us know in the comments down below who's your favorite turtle? Mine's Donatello. Mine's Raphael. That makes sense. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>